Hello, beloveds. I hope that you are experiencing things in a way that is as wonderful as I know that you are, as I know that your light is. We are in interesting, fun times where we have opportunity to uh, dissolve and complete lower timelines that have been remaining kind of alive, if you will, sort of versions of our human self that are having lower experiences. This cleansing and completion uh, and ending of these lower timelines is something that is very accelerated uh, as we are doing the work of beginning to integrate our original self into our human biology. And for those of you who don't know what I mean by original self, I like to think of, I find it most useful uh, to think of three selves, the human self, the cosmic self, and the original self. And the human self is the me, the Melanie, that's had this particular lifetime that's, that's, that you think of as doing this, doing this message for you now. The cosmic self is the, uh, the soul, the me, the higher self that has had all of the different experiences throughout the different lives and realms and dimensions and etc. And then the original self is that the self when it first became a self. The, the first sort of moment, the first point of original, pure, no experience self. And that original self is what is integrating now within the human biology as part of the Evo Leap into Homo Lumens. Uh, and this is for, uh, this is related to the founder codes transmissions I've shared earlier, if you'd like to go deeper on that. So there are many different ways in which as our human and cosmic self integrate more and more so that essentially our human becomes more aware of in her or his kind of awake awareness uh, becomes more aware of that cosmic self and those other lives and other experiences, there are um, lots of different approaches, if you will, to kind of working through and integrating uh, experiences and knowledge um, from other lives through the cosmic self. So here what I'm talking about today is specifically the timelines related to this current human self. So we have many different timelines that, if you will, fractals of yourself, fractals of ourselves are experiencing, kind of versions of ourself can be experiencing. And, uh, you know, my personal interest is very much on how do I uh, ensure that I get on, stay on, be on, and experience my highest timeline, which is what I think of as the one where I have the most full robust, embodied expression of my cosmic self in which I am most fully mastering my capacity for multi and pan-dimensional living and experience while in the physical form and that I'm creating those things that are uh, of the highest to my personal trajectory, 
Um, so, you know, lots of uh, themes on this around personal legacy and why are you here and what did you come here to do, those kinds of things. So the human timelines, we have spent and we spend a lot of time talking about how to kind of hop timelines to get onto the higher timeline um, or to even identify and uncover what another higher timeline could be. Um, a lot of kind of forward-facing stuff. But it's also very important, particularly as this original self-integration into biology is occurring, to understand that there are all of these other kinds of lower timelines, less fun, if you will, less desirable timelines that are also kind of still playing out um, and, and in many ways potentially still available um, for us if we make different choices. Uh, so a lot of this nests within the header um, of what I say all the time of radical freedom requires radical accountability. And, you know, radical freedom is something that's available on your highest timeline and it requires radical accountability to get there and stay there. Um, and so we don't want to kind of go back into those. But also without sort of the judgment of, oh, I don't want to go in down lower into that timeline. I want to be in the higher timeline for this human. There's also the compassion that we can bring to the versions of ourselves that are having these lower timeline experiences. And in the same way that we may reach up to um, our cosmic self, our guidance, our angels, our dragons, the, you know, the higher dimensional beings that are supporting us, the fae, the, you know, the, whoever the kind of higher beings, if you will, that we reach up to for help in our human self, um, our other humans may be reaching up to us now for help. And we can help them. So, the way I see this and experience this occurring, this this kind of ending and completion of these lower timelines is within me, I have this experience of there is this beautiful diamond that is me. Now, you may have a different image for yourself and, and any image that you have for yourself is perfect. Um, for me, it's very diamond and I work a lot with um, crystalline and diamond energies. And um, so it's just very, that's just what it is for me. This very beautiful, you know, multifaceted, pure, beautiful diamond with many colors that kind of get fractalized or refracted out as, you know, kind of you look at different sides of it. And part of this journey of the integration of original self into biology has made possible lots of what I think of as sort of batch processing of ending and closing um, other lives. And so that's one piece that, that we can do. This one, the one that I want to speak about, is kind of the more individual uh, experiences that occur that are around this because it may help it may help to illuminate what's going on with certain experiences that you're having, and it may help you to it may help inform you on your accountability on your path moving forward in this particular human timeline. So the experience that I've been having along the way as I've been doing this kind of batch processing of completing and closing off of lower timelines um, where I don't necessarily have the current human experience or immersion or awareness into each of those timelines in detail. They just kind of flicker right by as the integration and closure of them occurs. And then each of those uh, you know, versions of me, sort of fractals of me, 
are their own diamonds. And as they close down that timeline through my support, with my support, and they're making that choice of their own free will, then they're kind of cleaning everything up, closing everything off. And then the diamond within her is purified and cleansed and joins up within the diamond that is within me. And that diamond becomes bigger, stronger, more beautiful by the kind of addition, the return home to the higher peace. And for her, she's just moved into the higher timeline, right, with me. But that's many of them happening all at once, right? That 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 kind of um, batch processing. It can be a very... Um, it can be a very wild, fun experience where you just sort of have this like flip, 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 they're all coming in and it can be marked by certain experiences, which we've talked about. So on the single one, now the single one, you may be finding, so I'm going to talk about what happened with me recently a couple of times because I think that, um, that that's going to be the easiest way for you to hook into what I'm talking about experientially, viscerally for yourself. And then we can talk about what might that mean for you. So What's happened for me a couple times now as I've been doing this um, biological integration of original self into human self is the experience of I'm having a dream. I'm having a dream that feels like it has components of my life as I understand my life. Um, it's an unpleasant dream. It may or may not be a nightmare depending on what's going on, but it's an unpleasant dream. Um, there's a kind of, there's a definitely very low energy around it, like a gross kind of high density energy, right? Like a kind of like uh, slogging through energy. Um, there may be, you know, very negative feelings occurring, etc. And some of it may be horrific. Uh, it depends. And so in the dream, I'm just kind of having the dream and, you know, there's, it, it includes people from my past uh, as if I'm still kind of in those experiences. And at some point in the dream, I become aware, oh, I'm dreaming. But not enough, if you will, to end the dream. I might have that impulse initially. My human might be, my this human here might be like, oh, let's end this dream. I don't like this dream. But I stay in it. Uh, I'm sort of, I feel like I might be a little bit stuck in it. But I'm aware enough um, that I'm able to go, okay, why am I having this dream? If I'm still here, even though part of me doesn't want to be here, then there's something in it for me. What is that? What Am I here to do something? Am I here to see something, to learn something? What is this? And I became aware that, oh, this is a lower timeline. And it is sort of playing like a little movie reel in my dream. And my myself, this fractal of me, has asked for my help, and we have come to meet up in dream time. And as we have met up in dream time, she's showing me, this is what's happening. Help me. I don't know what to do. And so I'm watching this play out and realizing what this is. Oh, this is a lower timeline. And I can recognize, oh, this is the timeline that would have happened or that is happening uh, because it's a lower timeline that another of me is experiencing, had I not followed through on knowledge that I became aware of that I needed to leave a particular past relationship. So in this case, I was in a relationship, this is in my early 20s, for five years with a wonderful, 
man, a wonderful human who never did anything wrong or problematic or anything like that. It was a really terrific relationship, had enormous, wonderful um, uh, impacts for me. And there came a time very abruptly when I just became aware in a very sort of almost sort of a in a, in a in a way that didn't make sense in any intellectual way that it was time for it to be over and um and i and i left very abruptly and this was in this i'm still in this timeline as i understand it to be the one that i'm in that my own human experience and when i did leave very abruptly um it was very hard on him and it was not understood by the people around us and it was perceived as like what are you doing that's crazy and um and all i would really say was it was just it was you know it was that was the best time to go and that we weren't going to really go further and we had this beautiful thing and it was going to um and it was going to hurt us to stay together and that he would see that i was right and sure enough, about a month later, he uh, got in touch and wanted to get together. And he said, so I hate it. You were right. And I hate that you were right because you're always right. Ha. And we had a good laugh about it. And um, and we mended fences and stayed friends. Um, and I just knew without any intellectual or kind of data, if you will, knowledge, what would happen. I just knew like that was it. We'd taken it as far as we could take it in the positive and anything else was going to hurt both of us, actually, um, but certainly me. And when I left, it was a very like it was a very rapid sort of almost altered state kind of experience um, of, oh, I, yeah, I got to go. 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 And, you know, packed everything and was gone while he was out of the house one day. And that was it. Um, and, you know, to many people, that would seem like just completely irresponsible and insensitive. And there'd be lots of ways to judge that um, for many years. Uh, I judged it as a fear of intimacy. What if I'd stayed? You know, what if I committed to, you know, building the next level of intimacy between us? What I understood then later was like, no, no, that's just it just we were just our paths were splitting at that time in terms of our highest timelines. And I needed to stay on mine. Uh, and, and that was just really important to just go make the decision and go. And this has been a hallmark of my my experience as a human in this timeline, which I feel is a very high timeline for me so far that I'm in. feel like it's in the highest timeline that I've been able to access so far. And um, and the hallmark for me, and I'm not saying this needs to be the hallmark for you, but the hallmark for me has been very much understand a decision, what a decision needs to be, make the decision internally, act on the decision right away. And this has always been fueled by what I feel is sort of like a great white shark, kind of animal energy support, which is this kind of the great white shark is has many different uh, characteristics. Um, you know, obviously apex predator, obviously just, a, you know, kind of like powerful a swimmer going very long distances very easily, um, uh, very fearless, um, can be ruthless, but actually is not a, uh, you know, despite popular culture, is actually uh, not a particularly kind of cruel being, uh, you know, is, you know, kind of not sort of this bloodthirsty creature or whatever. Um also, the great white shark has to swim, has to keep moving in order for oxygen to move into its body through its gills. Um, and the great white shark has also been through sort of fossils, been determined to have been around on the planet for longer than 
for longer than trees even um and so holds within it the the kind of the most ancient living deep sacred current of life force wisdom in its dna so this great white shark energy has gotten me through many different experiences where it's just like it's time to go it's time to leave it's time to move it's time to make the decision and start the new thing whatever it is and um and every time that i have acted on that I have either immediately or in hindsight later on had that decision validated. And there are just many, many, many of these experiences. Another um, kind of funny one that has come up in dreams um, in this last month as I've been doing this, you know, this origin, another version of this sort of uh, lower, lower timeline me calling for help. And we meet up in dream time was um, a timeline. It was actually a jumble of a few different timelines in one dream state with a few different me's um, of had I stayed in New York City after I graduated from Columbia. So I did my undergrad at Columbia um, in the late 80s. And um, and when I graduated, I immediately left and moved to Boston. And many of my friends stayed in New York, and there and I loved New York. When I went to New York, it was fantastic for me at that time. And it was a pretty you know wild time in the you know the, the late eighties in New York. You know, it was not the the New York that people think of now. Um, and it was. It was a magical place to me that was so important for me when I was in high school. I fell in love with the city and I had to be there. And it was a difficult thing in my family with my dad who wanted me to be somewhere else. Um, and I can understand as a parent how scary it would be to think about letting your kid live in New York City in the 80s. <laughs> but um, but I did it. And uh, and it was an incredible experience in every way that I would never go back and undo. And I knew that I needed to leave right away. Um, I used to joke that and at the time, even as I was making this decision, that New York was like heroin, not that I had taken heroin, but that New York was like heroin, that it would you know feel good initially, but it would get in your blood. And if you kept on taking it, it would kill you. And this I don't think is true for everyone. <laughs> I kind of made the statement back then when I was, you know, whatever, 20 or 21. Um, but it was true for me. And so I got out. And so then recently was having these it, these kind of weird dreams. I was like, what is this weird dream? What is happening? I don't even understand what this is. And then becoming aware in the dream. Oh, I'm in dream time with other fractals of me who need my help. And these are timelines of had I stayed in New York. And so in the dream, in both of these stories um, and in others, when I understood that, I no longer had to, if you will, solve the puzzle or the problem of the circumstances that was happening in the dream, in the dream time. I, all I had to do was to spring my full kind of human with as much of my cosmic, you know, that I have available to me into, hey, you know, darling, to myself to this lower timeline self, darling, it's okay. We don't have to stay here anymore. You can choose to end this timeline and exit it and clean it and close it off for good. Would you like to do that? And she says, yes. And she closes it off. She exits it. She leaves it. And then her beautiful diamond within her, she sort of shakes it off, cleans it off, and then brings it up and joins it with me and comes in and joins with me. And it's a very beautiful experience um, to have. Uh, and then also uh, worth having, you know, kind of the awareness that, well, now what does that mean for that timeline? That timeline is closed. That timeline is closed for her. So there are other 
people still having those timelines and what's their experience of her. Their experience of her is that she's dead. She's gone. If the timeline is closed for her, she's out. And so she's dead. And that is in many ways what death is about. It's the end of a timeline for someone. Um, now, there can be, you know, what how that occurs, what's going on. Um, and I mention this because I want you to be able to have the opportunity to consider what is your relationship with death, with your own death and with the death of others around you. Of course, when we lose the presence in our kind of awake, alive, current timeline, awareness and experience of someone that we love, uh, you know, a human or an animal or, tra or, or a tree, you know, any being that we really love when it dies, um, that's very painful. But there are many ways to look at what's going on with that death. What's the nature of that death? And I'm not here to tell you what that is. Um, you decide for yourself what works for you. So what I what I wanted to share with you out of this and what I wanted you to be able to kind of take from it is that you may be having dreams like this and this may help you have a different experience with them because I can tell you that I've had dreams like this in my life and when these two dreams happened in the last couple of weeks, I was like, whoa, what is going on initially uh, with the first one, which I didn't initially understand. And then it happened again. And then and then I had the experience I described. It's like, what is going on? What is this? Um, these are old. I haven't had dreams like this in a long time. What's happening? And uh, and I briefly my in my mind briefly interfered and was like, oh, maybe you're falling back. You know, maybe you're maybe you're losing ground in some way or you're regressing in some way in your process, which I was able to immediately dismiss. But in case that's going on for you and you're not as kind of well capacitated through, you know, experience and muscle building internally to immediately dismiss those kinds of thoughts. If you're being plagued by, oh, why is this old stuff coming back up? And it's, you know, it's my fault in some way. There's another possibility. And this may be the possibility. Um, and so realizing that these other dreams in the past have been opportunities that I wasn't able yet to uh, come in and close those timelines and integrate those fractals of myself within here. So it's very freeing. It's very liberating. It's very clean and fresh feeling. It's very fun once you're done with it um, to just sort of be able to kind of shake all that off and to know that it's actually closed, that it's completed. It's gone. That's a very good feeling. And I feel like I've done a really good service to um, this other versions of myself and then to myself here as I've strengthened and grown the diamond within me. And um, and it's just another kind of stepping into more of your personal capacity and skillfulness around your personal sovereignty, um, around um, your capacity for freedom, for radical freedom. And so then the last piece is to return to the great white shark energy. So it's one of the hallmarks of moving forward into higher timeline and staying there and seeing it occur and seeing kind of just all the wonder just sort of manifest magically around you, right, is that there needs to be sort of firm intention and action that purely aligns with that intention. So when you have the information internally, when you have that knowledge internally, and I'm not talking about like book learning or intellectual knowledge, but you have the kind of the wisdom internally of like, I've got to do this now. Do it now. 
take the action, be decisive, draw on great white shark energy support and do it. Take the action and drop that you know, stone into that placid quantum field and let the ripples begin of this timeline that you're declaring for. Even if you don't understand, I'm declaring for the timeline. It doesn't matter. You're just standing for yourself, right? And this is the time of what's the new way, the new level, the new pieces of standing for yourself that you're willing to do. And to the degree that you're willing to step up and stand for yourself, that is what that radical accountability is at its root, is the internal accountability to self, right? And um, and that is what then makes many of the kind of multidimensional experiences or higher timelines or just simply having a better quality of life without even the esoteric stuff, what makes that possible. So I hope this is helpful and activating for you. And um, keep going. And... Uh, you know, as uh, as they say in, in uh, Finding Nemo, right, as Dory says in Finding Nemo, just keep swimming. <laughs> uh, and also I think about the sharks in Finding Nemo. You know, fish are friends, not food. <laughs> Those poor sharks. So, um, you know, be the true great white shark. And unfortunately, that does mean that fish are food, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. I love you. Keep swimming. You're beautiful. Your light is felt. Your light is working. It is, even if it's not feeling like you're lighting yourself up yet, it's lighting up the world. And you can catch up now. <laughs> or expand into the next phase now. Uh, very fun. Sometimes when we want to know what is coming and we can't see it, but we know there's an action we need to take, there's a decision that's sort of been made, that there's a window of time where we can act on that decision. Sometimes we have to actually take the action before we can have the information open to us of what will occur. Um, uh, sometimes there are details on a timeline that we're trying to get it, get ourselves into that aren't available to us until we sort of step through kind of a threshold closer in um, into it. And that threshold is the decision, is the action of the decision. So... Um, do what feels right to you and do it from a place that feels like this is truth in a calm way, not frantic, not fear-based, not if I don't do this, bad things will happen. Um, you know, there may be decisions that you need to make that are coming from those places. And I'm not saying not to make those decisions, but, um, you know, if you actually are dealing with difficult circumstances, I'm talking more about looking for that inner peace point around this is the decision, the surety, even if you couldn't explain it to anyone. I get it. You get it. That's all that's necessary. All right. That's enough. I love you. Be well. <laughs>